Hi, everybody. I'm so, so, so excited tonight to introduce you to a young lady that has a very interesting story that we're going to share in different parts of it. Well, one of the interesting things um, about her story is she is a mother of 14 children. And not only that, her first child was born at the age of 14. And her last child was born at the age of 41. So I wanted to share this story because a lot of times we look at mothers uh, in our community and sometimes it's a question when you see a mother with a lot of children or you try to, you know, understand how in the world did they make it? How do they survive? But I'm here to tell you, this young lady is more than a survivor. She is, she has a, 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 a I mean, an amazing story. And I just wanted to take the time to share her story because she inspired me um, just by listening uh, to some things about her. And I mean, it's, it's so much I could say, but I wanted to at least start the conversation so you guys can get a little bit insight on um, this story. So without further ado, I wanted to introduce Lene, known as Tracy. How you doing, Lene? Hi, thanks for having me. I'm so excited that you were able to, you know, begin to, you know, this series to share your story. And we wanted to start um, with your childhood. I don't have all the questions lined out, but I wanted to know, um, how was your life as a child um, before having um, children? Um. So to start off, and I'll give you guys uh bits and pieces short story long story to make it short i had a very good childhood um from the age i guess from when i was born to the age of 12. in in the process of having a childhood or thinking everything at 12 you're gonna be okay I had some turmoil in my life and my mother decided to let me go. When you say let you go, what do you mean? Like decided to put me out at the age of twelve. Okay. You were still um, a baby. <laughs> I am a baby at that age and I had absolutely no sense of direction. And today, when I look back, I am eternally grateful for what my mother did because it instilled a lot of, how can I put this, of what I don't, what I, it, it it changed a lot for me and it made me have a new perspective and outlook on when I had my kids, even though I started young and I grew up with my, my grown kids. I grew up with them, wow. but it, it taught me a lot. And the reason, and for a long time, I can honestly say I disliked my mom and my dad I disliked both of them 
but I had to learn that sometimes as parents, when we're not taught, we don't know how to teach. So basically what you're saying is your mother put you out at the age of 12 and I know you mentioned that you're you are eternally grateful, but you think that today, what about when you was at that age? How did you feel at that time where she let you go? When I So when she let me go and at that time I had a lot of hatred in my heart. Um I didn't feel loved. I will tell every young lady, woman, grown woman, you, your children need you. Teenagers need their mothers. Teenagers need their fathers. And sometimes our parents can be hard to talk to. And we, 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 we run away or we go and run and look for the love and comfort that we need on the outside. In other places. And that's not mm -hmm. good when we do that. Mm -hmm. um, so, so with that said, um, if you're looking, talking about looking for love, looking for that you were looking for motherly love or you were looking for like what type of I mean you know <laughs> do you think that you just I was looking for motherly love fatherly love acceptance and so I think I can actually say when she when my mom put me out at 12 and I went to venture off to look for these things I mean of course you're 12 you you don't you don't know you do not know what the world has to offer you 
when you're 12 years old. So you have, like I'm going to say it again, you have no sense of direction. But you do know that you see your friends in a two-parent household Mm -hmm. and they're doing loving things together, taking family trips. I can remember, I can honestly remember, you know, I did trips, but it was, I had to take a trip with my nanny or I had, I went on trips with the church that we went to, but it was never, I I mean, I can't, it's so hard to explain wanting to be loved and accepted by your parents. Remember when you told me you used to take your baby dolls and line them up? Yes. I had so many Cabbage Patch dolls <laughs> that my mom got me. She did. She she got them faithfully for me. And I always said, I'm going to have a lot of children because I never had anyone to play with. So, so just to give y'all a little hint of that, to go back and fast forward, um, Judy, it was a lot of looking for love. And that's where all my children begin. That's where I begin to have children. Where did you go Because at I ran to look. Yes, at 13. I mean, I had my first, I got pregnant at 13. But what I'm saying is, where did you go? Like, when my mom put me decided to put me out and of course you think you're grown and you know i got backlash like that you think you're grown and two women not going to live in my house and me and you're and you're not a woman but if you want to be be a woman then you then get out of my house but where did that come from like where did that come from where did it start my mom felt that I was doing things when I really, really, truly wasn't. And I would start staying after school and she would, you know, ask me where I was. And of course I'm with my friends and I didn't come straight home from school a lot of times. And my mom just thought that I was with a boy. And actuality, I just was with my friends. There was no guy. There was, I I was with my friends. (laughs) So you wasn't sexually active at the time. I was not sexually active at the time. So she just didn't trust you. That's what basically what you said. She didn't trust me. She did not trust me. So moving forward with that, um, we just didn't get along. And then there was a time right be- well, it, there was a time right before she put me out. I did finally, because I was always blamed that I had a boyfriend and I didn't, I went looking for a boyfriend <laughs> and still wasn't sexually active. But I came home one day and I had passion marks all over me but I still was not sexually active. I actually let the guy just kiss on me. And my mom couldn't handle it. And she called a cousin from way across town to come and check me. 
And that was so irritating and upsetting. And from there, we just didn't get along and she couldn't take anymore. And at 12, she put me out. You get so lost in the world when your parents don't want you. You, you, you're going to any and everybody, anybody that who would accept you. So let me ask you, okay, because we're going to talk back and forth and I want to really get, you know, a clear story, especially with, with what you went through. So when you say that you went to your aunt, she opened her, her doors to you. Did your aunt ever send you back or try to get you back to your mom or did your parents ever come to get you like I know what you're saying is you made a decision okay they put me out I'm not going back um they don't want me right it's just like Mm -hmm. you know it's basically that's the end all be all and it's like no I'm not going back but did was there any because you're 12 was there any um, attempt with the adults in your life, whether it be your parents or your aunt, was there any attempt to reconcile this relationship with you and your mother? To my knowledge, no. No. My aunt, my aunt has never set me down, had never set me down and said, hey, your parents or your mom it's going to come back and get you. I just need you here. I mean, you're just going to be here for a couple of days, weeks. That never happened. Did my mom and my aunt have a conversation? I don't know. And I don't wow. know that till to, to, to this, this day. day. Nobody never came to my aunt's house, knocked on the door and said, Tracy, get your stuff. You're coming home. You're my child. This is not going to happen. That never happened. So that would, you would, okay, if I had to put myself in your shoes, I would feel quite lonely. I would feel, you know, a bit of, uh, you know, rejected. I would feel bad. I would feel a longing for my mom. I would be in pain. You know, when you think of, of that age and as a female, a young lady, Where's the segue into you getting into a relationship or becoming pregnant at 13? Just out there looking. Anybody that showed me attention, I took it. Whether it was negative attention or positive attention, I grasped to it because I just really wanted to be accepted by anybody at this point because my parents did not in my, in my eyesight and from what I know, did not want me. When I did get pregnant at 14, 13. I mean, at 13 and had my baby at 14, my mom, it it was, it was so interesting because even though I lived with my aunt, when they had family functions and my mom came around, Mm -hmm. she wanted to 
do things or she always wanted to continue to tell me things like I lived under her roof if that makes sense in her mind I felt like she did the things when I lived with my aunt and wanted to still have control of me but she didn't want me to live under her roof so the responsibility of having you wasn't there but the she was still a mother and y'all relationship was sort of distant just very toxic because at that point at the point i i can't even explain i can explain it but to whom i to to whom i may be explaining it to you Judy or the world unless you're in those shoes I wouldn't understand. I can preach it to you, but you'll never understand the feeling and the the hatred that I had in my heart because of this. And I was not sexually active and till this day, you know, I cry sometimes and I think I look at my children and I turn around and say, "Dog, you're 12 what would you do like you don't have anybody to turn to at 12 years old you don't have anybody like how could she how could she and a lot of things that hurted me you know i had to go through therapy and i survived it and i still i still i still go to therapy till this day and i think that's why i have overcame the hatred in my heart wow what a, what an amazing you know just just to know that there is some type of help that was able to you know everything won't be erased but to 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 continue your life and you to become a mother and to be there for your children basically had to get through those things that you went through to be able to yes. showcase okay you are a mother so so yes. did it so as a 13 year old pregnant having a baby at 14 what what was that actual experience it was it was it was very hard but easy and that may sound crazy but it it was very hard but easy and let and to explain that i had a roof over my head i had a auntie that was very accept, accepting of me so that was the easy part but the hard part was I'm pregnant. Right. I'm pregnant and my parents already don't want me. Now they they would never want me again. So did you feel and, shamed or did you And that's very that's a very interesting question because I never felt shamed. I never felt shamed. and i've never felt and i've gotten beat down by my mom by family 
and family wanted me to get an abortion and what? I've had cousins to come to me and say we're going to get you you're going to have an abortion and I said no I'm not I'm not going to have an abortion I'm not doing that I'm not killing no babies I'm I'm, I'm I grew up I in a bunch and but when I first got pregnant with my first child I was asked to have an abortion by a family member and they were going to pay for it and I turned it away I, yes, I was asked to have an abortion and I said, absolutely not. I'm not having an abortion. I was brought up that we don't kill babies. That's not of God. That's what I was. That's how I was taught and brought up. Well, when I asked so, about you being ashamed, I, you mentioned that. That you were not. But do you think that not ashamed? Do you think that it brought shame on your mother? Do you think that, like, do you think that it it created an impact on your family to know, okay, we have a 13-year-old in the family that is pregnant? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, What, I was under the roof of my aunt. Did she show shame? No. But my mom, who actually told me to go when I wasn't even doing anything, she was very ashamed of me. My mom was ashamed of what the church folk had to say. And everything was about what the church folks would have to say. So your and mom I was feel, heavy in the ministry. That's what it was, right? Yes. My mom was very heavy in the ministry. And I believe it hurt her and embarrassed her. And to this day, I, I still feel my mom is hurt and embarrassed. But has she ever said anything out of her mouth to me? No, but she's shown me uh, the resentment from having my babies and from having my first baby. And what's crazy is I'm going to go back to where she's trying to be a mother, but is not being a mother, if that makes sense. When I had my first baby, my mom came to the hospital and told the doctor you guys need to do something to fix her. She doesn't need to have another baby. Don't give her no medicine. Let her feel the pain. What? And that's that was so that that was hurtful because you have a mom that that doesn't want you but wants to tell you what to do when you're not even under their roof that's hard <laughs> now that was very hard and and i didn't understand it and i backlashed and and i and i did i resent i resented i resented my mother for a very long time because of that because i didn't understand and honestly with me going through therapy to this day i still don't understand but I don't even want to know now. I don't even actually care to know 
right. why my mom did what she did because you never ever decided to come and pick me up and take me back under your wing and into your household well tracy this is <laughs> this is getting very emotional for me and i know it can be emotional for you because you are talking about the things you went through you're talking about a lot of things that i'm definitely you know wasn't familiar with you know inside of your story and I know it's a lot to unfold but I wanted to at least start the conversation um, and talk about your childhood growing up to to give me an understanding of the person in you that I am interviewing because what I see today is a beautiful mother who you know you keep your children well kept you you know you you it's like your pride and joy, you know, to know today that you are a mother of 14 children by the age of 41. That's like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> so I want to continue the story, um, but I wanted to at least start, you know, tonight with just talking about your childhood. And not only that, I know that it can it can be very hard you know, to talk about, but I'm, your story need to be heard. And I know that you've been talking about wanting to share your story, but I think this is a good way for us to really, to start, you know, talking about it. So that way, you know, your voice and your story can become a bigger platform because I want the listeners to, to stay tuned and to, you know, to get the full details of how you have overcome those barriers, you know, through therapy, you know, through prayer, things like that. Um, even though you still talk about some things that are unresolved to this day, but I mean, from the outside looking in, I think you're doing a great, great job. And to Thank know, you. <laughs> to know that you are a mother of 14 children not only that you are a married woman after the 11th child right yes so if we can fast forward because we'll go back into the story how did you feel to be able to say you know what I'm gonna get married and did you feel like there was an acceptance there because we're fast forwarding into you as a mother and becoming a wife what was that like mm -hmm. 